This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. What is Chalkboard Chat? It's an MPB education podcast. It's a variety show providing information and resources for teachers, students, parents, guardians, and everyday people on various topics. It's learning something new with every publication. Chalkboard Chat. Find the podcast or listen from chalkboardchat.mpbonline.org. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partners, Jay White and Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi. We're your number one on-air source covering the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we're on the road broadcasting live from the American Pickleball Tour at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum and Convention Center in Biloxi. We'll learn what pickleball is, why pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the nation. And we'll also introduce American Pickleball Tour director Aaron Del Mar. We'll also check out New Stage Theater's newest production, Fences, at New Stage Theater, happening through April 30th in Jackson and more. And we'll also let you know what's happening around your neck of the woods. Welcome, Jay White and Kamel King. I mean, he's got he's got an entire like auditorium. Right. Of course, he's going to try to take up all the space, Jay. Auditorium-sized room right. to make sound into this room. Right. <laughs> so you knew he was going to come in. For all the lines, their ears perked up because that was a bloodhound, if you didn't know. <laughs> I watch bloodhound videos. I don't know why. like animals, and that's how they sound. Right. Well, I'm glad you brought the bloodhound to Biloxi. Boom. Because we, great. I know it. We needed to be able to get us started for this whole pickleball tour. I know that's right. He was calling the whales for a second right there. I mean, we're right. Right. There's no whales in the Gulf Coast. Right. So to all of our listeners, um, Kamel has got on his man myth pickleball legend shirt. Who got, who got this for me? And me. For what? For pickleball today. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he delivered. Tell him about what you had to do to find it. I tore up my house looking for this thing. <laughs> I got it. You gave it to me in March, like literally tore up the house. And, and you then finally found look, it. Look, look, and then toy. What you say? It's right there on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled it up. It was mixed in with some laundry. Oh, right there on the couch. well, at least it was it's mixed in with clean laundry. Work. Yes, it's it was mixed in with laundry. It was mixed in with laundry. Every mom said, "Uh huh, <laughs> right, right there." Mixed in, you oh, don't say. Right. Mixed in with the laundry. Right. Well, Kamel is ready. Kamel, I know you still didn't break out that pickleball net and paddle set. I'm Listen, me, my daughter, the whole neighborhood. We have a pickleball competition in my neighborhood, and I am the reigning non-champ. Uh-oh. So, so did you really pull it out already? You pulled the net and everything out? No, oh, you know I ain't pulled it. So what you playing pickleball on in the air? I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> Just, you know, street street pickleball. Walk right into that, Jermaine. You walk so far into it, you got lost. God, doggy. I was excited. I was like, you didn't invite us to any of these tournaments or anything. <laughs> After you didn't invite me. To... No, but me and my daughter, that's how, that's going to be our thing for this summer though. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's going to be our thing. Well, it's our thing today for sure. And we are so excited to be here. We've been talking about pickleball literally since September. Do you remember when we first mentioned pickleball? Yes. When I didn't know anything about it and you put me on the spot. <laughs> it's when you thought <laughs> she you said, had, uh-uh. <laughs> It's when you thought you knew something about it and then I put you on the spot. Oh, man. 
You walked into that. I come back you walked into tennis that tournament. Let me tell you something. I was at the tennis tournament, and Craig and and the, uh, the guy who was old were talking about pickleball, and I just was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't know anything. You didn't about know it. anything about no, it. No, no, no. You know what? Let's reminisce, Java. You, I know you've got our clip already, maybe pulled up. We're gonna reminisce with oh, um, the first clip of when you um, told me that Why you knew you about pickleball. <laughs> okay. Um, a little trivia. Do you know what a pickleball is? Yes, I found out about that with Craig Ray on a trip for a uh, tennis tournament, and it is the gr- fastest growing uh, sport in America. So, what is, do they use rackets? <sighs> I learned just enough about it. I just know it's less running around. It's easier on your body because I was watching them like, oh, my knees couldn't handle that. And they're like, well, you need to play pickleball. I was like, what? okay, explain that to me. So I didn't get all the details. I just know it's fast growing. You just messed me up. I sounded like an expert, and you then you did. asked me too many questions. I really Jermaine. got I was like, oh, you know. God. <laughs> okay. So for you to get your answer, <laughs> the American Pickleball Tour will be happening um, starting today, September 23rd through Sunday, the 25th. At the Mississippi Coast Coliseum and Convention Center in Biloxi, Mississippi. I'm so tickled at you. <laughs> Poked a hole right yeah, through you my like, yes, confidence. Yes, I've played it before. No. <laughs> um, it is coming to the Convention Center uh, today through Sunday. And it's different from other pickleball tournaments, they say, because it takes the sport and adds a social spin to it. So if you want to learn more about what pickleball is and don't take Kamel's answer (laughs) as the pickleball end-all be-all, make sure you head down to the Mississippi Coast Coliseum and Convention Center in Biloxi, Mississippi. For more information about that, make sure you visit our events calendar. So, um, Kamel, how did you feel about that throwback? Why would you make, make it double painful all over again? She went to, the point right. of you, flexing on you. But let me tell you how hard it was to find that clip. I finally found it, though. Can't believe you. <laughs> I know about it now. I know you do. You know, <laughs> I got the t-shirt on. You got the t-shirt. I got the and, mini court. And that makes it right. That's right. But I've got another surprise oh. for you, Kamel. I don't oh, need no. it. Uh-huh. I got that. I got clip number two. Number two of when I of when I checked you again. No, Java, load that clip up for me. This is roll, revenge. Roll that beautiful beat. Okay, um, I know you know about this one. This is not like pickleball. Which, by the way, there was there, don't know there was a pickleball tournament over the holidays. Did you go? No, I watched it on TV, and it made me think of you. Can so, you describe pickleball at this point? I know one thing. Ain't no pickles involved. And there's no pickles involved, and they use rackets. I knew that part. No, you didn't. I did know that part. I asked you. I knew it was similar to tennis, just I, I didn't know. I said, Kamel, the do they use rackets? <laughs> <laughs> and you had no answer. <laughs> You're the expert now, so tell us all, Jermaine. <clears throat> I mean, it was a short court. Okay. They hit the ball. I mean, it looks like. It depending on what kind. Depending on what kind of racquetball you're playing. This this is pickle. pickleball. This is pickle. Right. So there's different kinds of pickleball. Well, now? if you're playing racquetball. Oh no, this is this pickleball. And it's a short a oh, I know, sh- I know. <laughs> it's a short course. Just trying to intercede on his behalf now, for a minute. Kamel, l- listen, y'all, there is no pickleball tournament coming up next. But Kamel had said that pickleball was easier on your knees, and I did not see You didn't it. see that? Mm-mm. Still a tart on the it knees. It still looked Tennessee. 
Tim. <laughs> I need to stand, I that was stand, your elbow. stand still pickleball. It still looked Tennessee. But here's one uh, event that one was sport. Was that Tennessee or Hennessy? Tennessee. Gotcha. <laughs> Not to be confused Wait, with the state. state. Not to be confused with the state. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on now. Tennessee. I don't know either. I thought you said Hennessy. T-E-N-N-I-S-E-Y or something. Absolutely ridiculous. you. You know what? You there just getting me back for all those times that I done dogged you out and you didn't butcher names. <laughs> so now that you oh, you man. you didn't bombarded Uh-oh. me at the national pickleball competition. Right. And we are here, but guess who's been holding out on us, Kamel? Oh, guess no. guess who knew all about pickleball? Oh. This man of course, right Jay here. is a walking encyclopedia. Of course he knew. One is a walking encyclopedia and two a few years back, he did a whole pickleball interview. Well, now let me, really? tell you, let me tell you about who produced this interview and set it up. This is Miss Liz Gill. Yeah, tell us about back that. Back at the MPB Think Radio studios. Uh, now, before autocorrect was a thing on MPB Think Radio, once upon a time in the prehistoric times, we had a, a sports, a weekly sports show on MPB called uh, MPB Season Pass. I had to remember it for a second. And uh, for a season, uh, Liz Gill was the producer of that show, and she did a great job taking it from – um, you know, uh, Bob meet sports talk mm. like I had done for 25 years and actually making it uh, um, like sports and activity and athleticism and how it connects to the community. And this mm-hmm. is how she set all that up. Yeah. And we, had, yeah. Nice. we were talking about pickleball when I still thought it was actually about pickles and tennis balls. Right. So this clip. So, so you actually did think that for a oh, point. Oh, I was, oh, I, at, there was a point where I was that that, I was ignorant about this sport as well. He learned. But, he but learned now here we are. It at the championships but here's the thing you heard what i said he'd been holding out on us he held out previous lifetime it's a previous lifetime you allowed me to just get crucified twice without stepping in and talk about tennessee and everything else i changed i was brought in stakes he was trying he was trying to get on our level exactly (laughs) i'm gonna dumb myself down for a second (laughs) to make believe (laughs) racquetball what are you talking about (laughs) nope nope so everybody, this throwback clip features Mr. Tom Lindenberger and Rhett Mitchell, um, pickleball pros. So Java, go ahead and hit that throwback clip for us. First, uh, we are so glad to have Tom Lindenberger and Rhett Matthews. We're talking about pickleball here in the state of Mississippi. And uh, it's so good to have you guys on. Uh, Tom, Rhett, uh, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, let me start. I'm doing well. I appreciate you guys coming up from the Gulf Coast this morning. Exactly. Uh, making the ride. That's very nice of you. Uh, Tom, let's start with if folks don't know about pickleball, um, they'll, they might search a video and see that it is a probably looks like a combination of a lot of sports that they're very familiar with. But uh, it is it is a very specific skill. And I'm excited. I actually I, I do want to play. It looks like I would be terrible, but I would be I would have a lot of fun being terrible. That's but uh, tell us, if you will, just uh, a little bit about pickleball, how you got involved in a little bit of the origins of it here in Mississippi. Uh I've been playing for about two and a half years. I started in December 2014. And what happened, uh, a, a, a cousin um, was playing pickleball. He used to be a big tennis player, and, as well as a good friend, both from out of state. 
and it kind of piqued my interest. Uh, so we uh, we found somebody on the coast that was um, playing at a senior citizen or a senior center in the Iberville, and she taught us the game. Um, my wife and I, as well as um, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And then we found out one time we uh, went on the local paper and put a sound off in and say, hey, does anybody play pickleball on the coast? And lo and behold, there were some folks from uh, Pass Christian. Uh, there was about 30 folks over there. So we went over and played with them a little. And we thought, well, this is a bit to drive. So let's let's see what we can do in Biloxi <laughs> Gulfport. And uh, at our gym, at our, our community gym, they had a pickleball uh, a net and had some paddles. Um, so we said, wow, let's play. So we started that. And um, from that 40, it has grown tremendously. Uh, uh, as an example, on the coast, um, again, in 2015, early, there might have been 30, 35 players. Right now, we have 180 players, and we oh, have wow. a... We have a weekly email that goes out and tells them where to play and what times we're playing. Uh, so it, it, it's, it was just a, a great activity for us. And uh, a lot of our folks are, are senior citizens. We do have some younger people that play with us, uh, but it's a great recreation as well as health benefits for all of us. Yeah, it's it's funny that you, you mentioned that uh, a lot of the players are senior citizens, but not all of them. Uh, the video that I watched that introduced me, um, had two guys kind of going back and forth, and it was kind of an exhibition to show people who were being introduced to the sport. And these guys were kind of lobbing it back and forth a little bit each other, and then he was like, at a competition, it might look a little bit more like this. And then they instantly ramped it up, and they were hitting, I mean, laser beams at each other from about 10 feet away. And I'm like, whoa, that escalated quickly. Uh, and, and so that's... I can imagine um, folks getting a little sawed off depending on how play goes. But uh, we have uh, Rhett with us here, Rhett Matthews, uh, who's, who's going to give us a little bit more of a player's perspective. So, uh, Rhett, I see um, he, he mentioned, uh, I guess, a little, a little bit of uh, some folks may see a little bit of tennis, maybe a little bit of um, badminton in the, in the court, how it's laid out, and, and then uh, – um, some other stuff too. So, what, what are the, the the basic rules, Jay? That's uh, that's an open ended question. There's a lot of rules to yeah, it, but but right, uh, Jay. The rules are basically fairly simple. Mm -hmm. Now, I come from a tennis background personally, mm -hmm. and I've incorporated the way I play tennis into the game. Other people come from maybe racquetball or badminton, whatever, you yeah. know. So we all have a little different technique. But as far as the rules, I think Tom is going to be a little more specific about it. But uh, there are some uh, specific rules for pickleball to extend play. For instance, there is a bounce rule. Yeah. The ball has to bounce one time on each side of the court before it can be volleyed. And that's to prevent a serve and volley game, which you see in tennis sometimes, or you used to see yeah. more than you do now, but just having a serve or serve and then rushing the net and slamming the ball away and the point be over. That extends the play. And as as far as the uh, what you are describing, seeing on the YouTube uh Pickleball can be a dinking kind of game, which you see a lot, where soft shots are hit just barely over the net, and they hit 
shots like that until an opening comes. Down on the coast, we don't particularly like that. <laughs> we like we like the slam bam game, <laughs> right? So we go at it, you know, and uh, uh, it's just so much fun. It it really is, and it's such a social game. Yeah. D- describe for me the the ball and the paddle because it's it it almost it it looks like almost how like table tennis plays out but it's on a bigger scale. Table tennis is very much involved. I'm going to let Tom okay. jump into that because I know he's already prepared a little bit of that. Well, that's fine. And and um what's happening? We are getting into that dinking game, soft game because a lot of our players are going to tournaments, regional tournaments, national tournaments, and we find we can't really compete and win unless we improve our game that way. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, strategy. so we we are. It's a it's a real good strategy, and uh, but the the um, the racket is is basically twice the size of a ping pong uh, ra- uh, racket. Yeah. paddle. Uh, it's usually made out of composited material, anywhere from graphite. They could be wood, and the ball is uh, is a um, size of a baseball. It's um, uh, plastic. It's hollow inside, and, and it has holes, and it's like a wiffle ball. Huh. We play with the uh, indoor ball is a little different than the outdoor ball because outdoor, the wind will really pick that thing up and, and, and give yeah. you some real uh, fun in the way you play. Uh, but the court, the court is really the size of a badminton court. It's 20 by 44 feet. And like Rhett said, you know, we, uh, we slow the game down a little that way because it's so close. And you consider each play inside is only uh, 20 by 22 feet. And in that, you have a, a couple of play-in courts, which are only 10 by 15. They're kind of the back courts. And then from the net, seven feet out, you have what we call the kitchen. Uh, or no, no volley zone. And, and in that area, the only time you can hit the ball is if it bounces in there. Yeah. And that's what creates the slow game, uh, bouncing and trying to get your competitors go back and forth and et cetera. Very interesting. Yeah. That's, that's, I love that because it adds a little bit more yeah. uh, strategy to it than just, say, like tennis, for example, where, you know, like, like Rhett mentioned, now it's kind of a game where most of the time it's just two guys or, or, or women standing at the baseline just banging back yeah. and forth. Uh, and that adds a lot of strategy to it, which is very cool. Sure. And, and you serve underhanded in this game. No overhand serves. And that's what's good for a lot of us seniors because a lot of us have had shoulder problems because of sports or knee problems. So this game is a a lot less impact than, uh, say, racquetball or or, uh, tennis. And for me personally, that will allow me to actually be a player because I'm awesome at tennis until the serve. And then I hit it to South America. I can't I don't it's I don't know. I got too much baseball in my swing. And see, this game is good for people of all ages. It really got big in retirement communities, Mm -hmm. uh, especially in Florida and uh, Nevada, uh, Arizona, California. And uh, and so the majority of the players are over 55 currently. Now, you were finding more players of the younger ranks because they're starting to teach it as a PE sport in high schools. Oh, wow. And um, matter of fact, we have some young people that do play with us. so um, it's very popular among the senior population. Yeah, it's a it, it it looks like I mean I haven't played it, but it looks like a fun game. Uh, you know, if 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 younger folks listening are intrigued, I, I would encourage them to find a way to try it. If somebody wanted to get involved somehow or another, 
Uh, how would they do that? Specifically, I know you are amb- an ambassador for the sport on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. If somebody from another part of the state wanted to try to get involved somehow or another, what would be, you think, the best way for them to go about doing that? Probably the best way is to go on to USAPA, which is the Pickleball Association, dot org, USAPA dot org. And then you can go on there, and they will list places to play as an example. So you click on that and come down to the state of Mississippi, and it'll show you where there is scheduled play currently. Uh, those are those folks are usually part of the USPA organization as members, and uh, which is good because we have a lot of visitors and travelers, and before they come down, they say, hey, I can play while I'm there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, see where you can play. There's a lot of points of contact on there, who to call. And they're in a number of cities. Um, quite frankly, uh, you have one here in Jackson. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, I know you already mentioned uh, you know, Pass Christian is Pass one right there. And then you've got uh, Olive Branch is, is uh, a good one. You've got uh, Laurel, uh, Ellisville area. You've got, um, I'm trying to remember them all. I don't have Oxford. Oxford, exactly. And Tupelo. Tupelo. Uh, Rich, you're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just about all the regions in the state, basically, now, maybe, except the, for one of the Delta or something like that. Well, there's a number of them that are, um, are, are starting up that we know of. As an example, they're looking in Ocean Springs. They're looking in Moss Point. They're looking a lot of places on the coast. Uh, you're looking at uh, Meridian that wants to start up over in Brandon. As an example, recently, Brandon City Council approved the conversion of uh, tennis courts into pickleball courts. How about that? And even in the city of Biloxi, they, um, uh, the city uh, has agreed to convert some uh, minimal use tennis courts into pickleball courts. And, and a lot of that is being done by donors. So uh, go on there and click on that. And uh, there's also a site on there called Ambassadors. Okay, In the state of Mississippi, we have eight ambassadors. They're located in various parts of the state. But these, these folks are volunteers. But they volunteered to promote the sport and also help train people in it. And uh, so click on where the ambassadors are. Uh, On there, you can send them an email, and it'll go directly to them, and they'll respond, or there's some phone numbers. Um, And and so if you want to start something uh, in in Pickleball, I, I would use those as my start point. Uh, there's a lot also churches that play. Um, uh, there's a number of parishes. Matter of fact, I was recently playing the sport, and there was a couple of gentlemen from Jackson there, and they play at their church here in, in Jackson. So give that a shot, and I think you'll get a lot of help that way. And the other thing about it, if you're going to start pickleball in your community, the USPA uh, Pickleball Association, USAPA, they can provide grants to help you buy some of the equipment. Uh, and it's best to contact those ambassadors because they're going to help you weed through that grant program. Uh, the grants are only $250, but you can buy nets for, um, you know, approximately $150. And then balls and paddles are very reasonable. Very cool. Well, that's $250 you didn't have before, so that works. USAPA.org is the website, the USA Pickleball Association website. Uh, Tom Lindenberger, Yes, sir. I just got one. I want to make sure also those scheduled places they have in Hattiesburg, uh, Tupelo, Purvis, Perkinson, and uh, they're soon to get something going in in Madison. There are players up there. They've come down and played with us, Vicksburg. All right, Jay. 
Well, you did great on that interview. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like listening to yourself from like six years so ago. Gave me a little history on the break of what y'all thought when y'all recorded that. Tell everybody. <laughs> no, I, I said, who knew that an interview from like six or seven years ago, I think it's 2016. Yeah. Or 2017 when that was from, would wind up being used in this segment yeah. seven years later. Yeah. I never would have thought that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And that is a that is a very, very deep cut pull from Liz Gill. That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And before we go to break, I'm going to answer this question that Kamel had, as well as Java. Yes, because I want to know. Inquirement. They want to know, why is pickleball called pickleball? Yes. Okay. So I guess the originator of pickleball was Joel Pritchard. His wife started to call the game pickleball because the combination of different sports reminded her of the pickle boat in crew where oarsmen were chosen I'm from out. the leftovers of other boats. But there's a there's a but in this. According, according to a man named Barty McCallum, they named the game after Pritchard's dog, who was, as you might have guessed it, named Pickles. I dog it. I expected so. one was way sport. too deep and one was named after a dog? shallow. <laughs> and I just don't know how I feel about either one. So, despite the taste of pickles, of course, their dog was sweet, they say, and was known to run off with the ball while it was still being played. There you go. There's your answer. Mm -hmm. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jermaine Flood. That's Jay White. I'm pointing to him. Mm. And here's Kamel King. I'm pointing to him. I can't see that. I know. I know. We're heading to Jackson right now to check out the newest new stage theater production, Fences, with Francine Thomas Reynolds. She's the artistic director at New Stage Theater. Francine, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hi. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. We are so excited to have you on with us today to talk about the Fences production at New Stage Theater. One, congratulations on the production. And two, how excited are you to just get this out of the way and, and make sure everybody gets in and sees it? Oh, I'm very excited. We have been getting a great response from our audiences. They think the performances are tremendous, and they really are. And the technical aspects of the show are just really excellent. It's a great example of what New Stage Theater can bring to the community as a professional theater. You know, we do all our things. Sometimes people ask, oh, when, where does this go next? It's not a road show. We're producing everything at the theater and we have uh, a great director, Rob Dimery, who was graduate from Jackson State, but he's gone on to be in broad on Broadway, and and he was in the uh, played Martin Luther King Jr. at the Mahalia movie on TV, I think. Um, can't remember if it was TV or movie theaters, but anyway, he has a great career, and bringing him back to direct the show was great. And we have a mix of talent from New York and Atlanta and Jackson, so it, it's just really a great show. And we only have three more performances left tonight, mm -hmm. tomorrow night, and Sunday afternoon. Right, 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 right. And those performances will be when on those days? What times? Okay, so, yeah, it's tonight at 7.30 p.m., and we still have tickets left. And tomorrow night at 7.30 p.m., still have tickets left. And then Sunday at 2 p.m., we barely have any tickets left. That's, that's almost sold out. So um, right. it's time to get on our website, newstagetheater.com, and get some tickets. Or you can call our box office. That's 601-948-3533 to get tickets. Right, right, right. Francine, talk about your history with New Stage Theater and just how long you've been with them. 
Well, I've been with New Stage, it seems like, my entire adult life because I came <laughs> when I was a young adult as an actor, and then mm-hmm. I stayed with New Stage as education director, and I've worked for a while at New Stage, and then I went off and did other things. And then in 2007, um, they hired me as the artistic director of the theater. So I've been there in this capacity since 2007, and, and it's been a wonderful time. We've, we've done a lot of different things, and we've really, I think, diversified our programming and our audience. And especially for this show, I just love seeing so many people from Jackson coming to the show, um, not only from outside of Jackson, but inside of Jackson. And it's just really a a great tribute that we're doing to August Wilson. You know, he's, he was just, he's such an important voice in American theater and was, and it's just great for us to be doing his work. Yeah. I was going to talk about that. And there's history behind fences by August Wilson. Can you let our listeners know a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was written in, it, he, it was first produced on Broadway in 1987 and it won a Pulitzer prize and a Tony Award that year for Best Drama. And he went on to win another Tony Award with his great show, The Piano Lesson. But it really um, created quite a stir then because it's the story of an African-American family. And it was real important at that time to do it on Broadway, and it was real important to black theater in in, in American American theater's history, um, and it really opened the door for so many performers, you know, and then it had a revival recently with Denzel Washington and Viola Davis, and it went on to be made into a movie, so a lot of people might recognize it from that, from seeing the movie, and it's just a powerful story about a man who's caught between history and promise. You know, it takes place in 1957, right at a pinnacle part of the civil rights movement in America, Um, because that's when voting rights actually started in 1957 with legislation. So it's a real important story, but at the core of it, it's a story about generations and family and how people um, relate to each other and what happens when promises aren't fulfilled and how the next generation works to improve on life within their family. Yeah, I love that. I love the whole basis of it when it comes down to putting all of that on, you know, on, I guess, on the on on front street, basically, and letting everybody know who didn't know about fences and the backstory about all of that. So that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Talk about the cast. How excited are you about the cast for this production? I'm so excited about the cast. We have Dr. Mark Henderson, who teaches, who's been such a pinnacle of of everything at Jackson State University when it comes to performing arts. And so he plays the lead role of Troy Maxson, the father, and he is very powerful. And then an actress from Atlanta, Olivia Dawson, plays Rose, uh, equally powerful and an actor from New York, Lawrence Evan, who's originally from Forest, Mississippi, um, plays mm-hmm. Bono, the friend of Troy. And then we have a young actor from Jackson playing Corey, the son, Timothy McGee. And then uh, Zeron Mingo, who's originally, he says, from the islands. He's um, from the Caribbean, but he's also grew up in Florida, who's also our education director. He plays Gabriel, Troy's brother. He's very powerful. Um, and then who am I forgetting? Uh, oh, uh, Lyons, the, the character of Lyons is played by someone whose name is Darrell Lyons, who's from Atlanta. And then we have a little, uh, a younger actor, uh, Amari Palmer, who plays the young daughter, Ray Nail. Yeah. And that's it. So they're from all over and they're really top notch. Uh, they just, just, they just bring it. 
They really right. do. I'm amazed at what they do. Right, right. Well, I know one thing. A show can't be a show without that back, that staff in the back. Talk about them and, mm-hmm. and the importance of them actually coming on and helping everything out and making this pro- well, production. Well, um, yes. Yeah, we had a lot of guest designers. We had Myrna Colley Lee, who's a Mississippian, wow. as our costume designer. And she we had a, um, She just Kelly won a Governor's Award. Sorry. Oh, did you hear from uh, Oh, yes, yes, she did. Yes, that's Myrna Colley Lee. And she's a yeah. really well-renowned costume designer throughout the right. country. So we were great. it was great to have her. And we had a lighting designer from Atlanta, Andre Allen. And we had our scenic designer from Atlanta, Nicole Murphy, uh, Kelly Nicole Murphy, and then we had um, our staff execute all those designs, our wonderful staff. I mean, you just really, the set is like, it is a house on stage. And I always say about the sets that we do, I could just live in that house. Of course, when you go behind it, Mm. there's nothing behind it. Although in this instance, you can see through the windows and there is a kitchen in there that you see. Um, So it's, it's really fabulous. And then there's this Wonderful element of a tree. It looks like it's a live tree on stage because the baseball, you know, Troy was in the Negro Baseball League, and that's that promise that wasn't fulfilled. You know, he couldn't play in the major leagues, and he talks about that. But there's a baseball hanging down from a tree, and something really fantastic happens to that at the end of the play that I'm not going to say because I don't want to give it away. (laughs) So there's this tree on stage, and then there's these side buildings. It's really Pittsburgh, you know, of 1957, and it's, it's really... Um, really amazing that that yeah. w- that our staff does that in a just you know under like just a matter of weeks they put that up and then we take it all down. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I have enjoyed you, Francine, coming on with us. Let our listeners know again about the production, where they can actually get more information, and about those show times yeah. as well. It's Fences by August Wilson, and it plays tonight and tomorrow night at 7.30 and Sunday at 2. You can get tickets on our website, www.newstagetheater.com, and theater is spelled T-H-E-A-T-R-E. You can find out more information on our Facebook and Instagram and something else. I don't Oh, Twitter. <laughs> and you can call no, our box there. office at 601-948-3533. Good stuff. Francine, thank you again for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi. Thanks for having me. Have a good weekend. You You too. You too. We are here broadcasting live at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum and Convention Center for the American Pickleball Tour in Biloxi. That's the United States for all all of y'all listening. Yeah, that's the nation. That's that's all of America, you know. That's the nation, of course. (laughs) That is the whole entire nation. But you know what? I am so excited right now to welcome to the show um, Aaron Del Mar. He is the American Pickleball Tour director, and he also holds um, titles in just about everything. Wow. Well, you know, we, we like to keep ourselves busy and entertained, and we're so excited to be here in Biloxi. Um, this is an event that we've, we've been working with uh, um the Gulf Coast Tourism Bureau for many years. And uh, we were actually looking at having it in 2019. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, COVID came in and, and put a, a wrench in all of our plans. But uh, a couple of years in the making, we're excited to be out here at the Mississippi Ghost 
uh, convention center. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. We've got, uh, you know, a couple hundred people signed up. So we're bringing pickleball wow. here to uh, to Biloxi. Right, right. I right. got to tell us about you. How did you get started? How did you want to become the uh, director of this? And I mean, just your history in athletics and things. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I was an athlete myself. I'm uh, from Illinois, from Chicago. I was a pretty decent wrestler, had some success there, went on to Indiana University. I was a scholarship athlete over there. Um, I got recruited into their, their judo team, um, ended up having some success there as a three-time All-American, made wow. the world team in 2000. So I got to represent our country in Malaga, Spain at the World Championships, wow. which was a huge experience. Oh, man. Um, after I did that, I um, was invited to live in Belarus. Mm. So I lived and trained with the Belarusians in judo and sambo. Are you serious? I did. What? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I speak Russian. I almost want to say pickleball who, but no. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. After, uh, after doing a stint in, in Belarus in Minsk, I uh, was uh, invited to live at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. So I was a resident wow. athlete there for several years. And, uh, you know, it was an amazing experience. My whole career um, I finished up in uh, 2002 um, and had uh, moved back to Chicago. And I wanted to get involved in some different sporting events because I had this love for being an athlete. Right. But my athletic days were, were, were over. My body just yeah. it's not doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I still had that competitive spirit. Mm -hmm. So uh, we created adrenaline special events and we started getting in the running space. So we, we produce running events all across the country, marathons, half marathons, 5Ks and triathlons. And uh, this young man that no one can see over there, that's my father over there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, did a great job of raising me. He moved to Florida. And so uh, I go down to visit him for, for his birthday every year. And he goes, hey, we're going to go play some pickleball. And I said, Dad, what are you talking about pickleball? Mm -hmm. I go, that's that game we were playing in eighth grade with those paddles. You got holes in them. I'm like, you know what I mean? He's like, no, son, son. You're serious. You know, he's serious. Mm -hmm. So he's like, all right. I'm like, whatever. I, you know, I played a little tennis in high school, you know, just kind of messing around. I was mm -hmm. like, all right. So we get out there and he takes me to these pickleball courts. And a pickleball court, for those of you who've never played, is about roughly half the size of a tennis court. Mm. Right? Pickleball is, a, is kind of... Um, to give you an analogy is a cross between tennis, ping pong, and um, ping paddle pong. Board, that's right? what you mm. hadn't said yet. Mm -hmm. so, hadn't said ping good pong. Good way to, to yeah, break that down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if anybody wants to come out, of course, this weekend, come check it out. We're happy to put a paddle in your hand for free and let's get you in the game. All right. And um, Kamel looks excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get some knee, some knee wraps. So, knee braces. So I go to this, I go to the pickleball center in Naples and they have 60, six, zero full-time pickleball courts. Wow. Right? So it scares the heck out of every tennis player because they know they're an endangered species. Yeah. Mm. These, pickleball these, courts are out right. there. Mm -hmm. Pickleball courts out there. They're taking the tennis courts out. They're putting the pickleball courts in. Jeez. And so we get out there and I'm looking around. And it's like a scene from Cocoon. And because it's all these old guys, all these old guys playing. No, man. <laughs> that was perfect. And That's a great reference. And if you're 40 years and older, you get you that. Know exactly. That's perfect. You know that That's right? a perfect okay. reference. Right? Thank you. you know what I mean? It was some straight right. fried green tomatoes. And, um, this is super fried green tomatoes. Yeah. So we get out there. And, I was and, here for that perfectly placed dunk. Right. Thank you. Thank you. It's not my first rodeo. So uh, we get out there and I'm like, these my dad's like, we're going to play with our friends over here. And they're a couple of big guys. And, I, you know, and when I mean big, I'm talking, you know, they're not missing very many meals. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, we're, we're going to take these guys. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm an athlete. Mm -hmm. right? My dad's a big time tennis player. Mm -hmm. We're, we're going to whoop these guys. Right. And, uh, you know, this guy's sitting out there. And he's smoking a cigar uh -huh. while he's playing pickleball. Stop. Right? And no. I'm, yes, he is. And I'm like, we're, we're, you know, this is going down. 
and they kicked our butt. No, they did. And because what it was is they were playing pickleball and I was trying to play tennis uh, and they were putting the ball right where I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm over here firing it, firing it, firing it. Mm-hmm. And they're just placing it and just schooled us. Killing you. Yeah, killing it. And it's called the dink. And what it means is basically where I'm used to playing behind the baseline in the back and, you know, hitting it hard mm-hmm. and driving it. Mm-hmm. They're just dropping it right in front of the net. And I can't get to it fast enough. Yeah. And so um, that really gave me my introduction to it. And what, and I know I always compare pickleball to poker because it takes you two seconds to learn how to play hold'em, mm. but it takes you a lifetime Ooh. how to master it. Wow. Right? Yeah. You yep. found that? Yeah. And yep. Uh, you see what I'm laying down here. And <laughs> Ooh, about that. So, so I started playing with it, and then um, re- and, and play cards. <laughs> the uh, I brought my kids out to play, mm. and you know my kids are, are certainly different age groups right mm-hmm. i've got a couple of kids that are college kids i've got a couple of kids that are in high school a couple of kids that are in elementary school mm-hmm. and the great thing about pickleball is we don't have to hold up on anybody mm-hmm. you can give everything you got because it's a smaller court and everybody can compete mm-hmm. of course there's gonna be some that are better than others right. mm-hmm. so this was a game not only i could play with my father who's you know 79 years young but i could also play with my dad 79 79 is like i saw him man yeah. are you serious he's 79 years old he looks like 50 right I, I mean that's an that's an asian thing see that's what i'm talking about right. i was gonna say asian right. don't crack that's right <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. see, I, I, when I, rolled in. I did not <laughs> they said they said they saw aaron delmar and they're like this guy must be hispanic from chicago <laughs> which you didn't know is that you know, Spain had controlled the Philippines for 600 years, and hence that's how you got. Oh, lay it down with a little history lesson, <laughs> right? So, uh, yeah, so pickleball is actually one of the is the most growing sport in the United States right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually came out with a professional pickleball, um, like not only team but league. Mm. And so you may know a guy named LeBron James. He he yeah. owns he owns a pickleball league. Whoa. He owns one of the he owns one of the one of the franchises. Another so he's invested in. He's invested. There, you, there's a young man you may be familiar with from Kansas City. His name is Patrick Mahomes. He has yeah. also purchased one. That is um, so. All of these NBA and NFL stars are purchasing franchises. So they are creating their own pickleball teams. So they're going to do it more. Um, there was a big event um, where he had Andre Agassi, Pat McEnroe, and a bunch of other really great tennis Andre players. Andre Agassi. Right. We're going to shoot. Right. By the way. And he, uh, they did a million dollar pickleball tour and Man. they went out and they did a tour playing pickleball. So what you're going to see in many uh, emerging markets is not only the professional franchises, but also more players. Mm. Um, for us, you know, at the tour here, you're going to see a sample of some of the best players in, in, around the community yeah. and the area wow. of this region. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably, I would say, because I was talking to the gentleman that, you know, the ambassadors to the Gulf Coast that are helping us and you guys got to meet them. They're an amazing couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they're like, we have 800 participants that are in their club. And see, the cool part was we're trying to transition them to being in the tournament play. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of the people that are going to be playing today are amazing. And then the other half have never competed in a tournament in any sport really? ever in their life, right? So it's a blend. It's that's a amazing. blend. Right? Wow. It's amazing that it's that approachable. It, that's what I'm saying. It's that mm-hmm. approachable where we've yeah. got people that started playing two months ago that are going to jump in here and get after it. And that takes right. a level of courage. So I'm excited to sure. see the different level of play. You're going to see some... You know, pickleball is rated on a scale of one to five, mm-hmm. right? So if you are a uh, pro, you know, collegiate player from Yale or Stanford, um, you know, you're a five, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're like maybe one one or two of us that have just started, mm-hmm. right, that would make you a one, so right. one one and a half. So we're gonna rate everybody and we're gonna put them into groups. So based on their level, based on their age, um, it's gonna be 
going to be an amazing thing. And you know what? I'm telling you, you guys got to get out there. We're going to set these courts up. We're going to set these nets up. Man, We're going to turn crazy. this Coliseum into the Gulf Coast, Wimbledon today. And so, wow. and so for those that want to come out and they want to see it, you know, it's free to get in there. You know, you come on down, you can take a peek at it. We'll put a paddle on your hand. We'll have a couple open courts because this event is obviously about driving economic impact to the Gulf Coast area. Yeah. That's number yeah. here, heads and bets, but we want to grow the sport. Right. And this is also one of the great sports that, um, are great programming for for elderly, right? Mm-hmm. Predominant pickleball yeah. players are fifty mm-hmm. and older, and you're starting to see them a lot of inner city, believe it or not, mm-hmm. because they're redoing a lot of these tennis courts. And you can take a basketball court and you can just tape it down, and you have pickleball courts. Yes. So it's a it's really cool programming for elderly people and for underserved communities because it's it's very cheap to play. Sure. It's very sure. inexpensive. Right. Right. Yeah. And it really builds. I mean, your health up, athleticism. The the whole night. Oh yeah, except for the guy that looked like he was pregnant with triplets and smoking a cigar that looked. <laughs> and he whooped you. Know, you. And he us. Yes. <laughs> Look, and that it. was a lesson after after studying abroad and being a top champion athlete and fighter, and then it still stinks. It, I know it still stinks. You know what I mean? It, 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 just it, it left a mark. Right? 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 And I think you summed all that up to say, Jay, he could take you right now. If, <laughs> Absolutely. If, you know, oh. if you wanted to. Because, I mean, he just, he listed why I'd failed at several other sports. Is that if he's trying to you know, <laughs> knock the ball through the back wall of the building, and you know, you don't, you, you yeah. don't always have to do it that way. I was just going to say, Kamel may have a chance. Well, you don't. You no, know, I wouldn't. You know what used to say, right? You don't have to be ferocious to be ferocious. I know that's right. right? I know that's right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Don't let the baby face fool you. I got bad touch. Right. Let's go. That's right. Right. Well, Aaron, I mean, the pickleball tournament is going to be out here until Sunday. Let yes. our listeners know what they can expect from these days of pickleballing. Yeah. So uh, pickleballing. Go, that's right. You can go to the American, American Pickleball Tour.com. You can go check it out. The online registration is no longer open, but you can come on over. Um, if we have a spot that we can get you in that fits into the age groups for the brackets, we'll go ahead and get you plugged in. Um, if you want to come check it out and you just want to play and you want to see what it's about, or you just want to, you know, kind of in, in, engage with it and talk to some people. It's, it's a perfect non-assuming way to come out and, mm-hmm. and really see what it's about because you're going to see everything. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, man, that doesn't look that hard. And right. You, you know what? And you're right. Because mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you're going to see some of these other super pros, these 4.5, 5.0 players. I mean, I, I don't know how to play with them. I can't even see the ball. Whoa. Right? They're it's hitting going that fast. fast. It's going that yeah. fast. Yeah. It's going, and, and I'm like, they must be like telepathic because they're just putting their paddle out there and hoping it hits. Um, and this is a wiffle ball. I mean, it's, it's kind right. of a modified wiffle ball. Yeah. So right. hopefully we're going to get an opportunity to put the three of you, put some paddles in your hands. We'll kind of do, do, do a little play, right? And then we're going to have to take some video because they can't see us at home. So we're going to have to throw it up on our Facebook and Instagram page. Whoa. Right? They're just and, adding right? it up way right? high right, right? right? So give, give us a little Russian real quick if we can get get a little Russian. <laughs> he was there. That man is a bad boy. He was there, and I don't know what he said. I said hi, man. Yeah. <laughs> All our Russian brothers and sisters, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he said. That's what I'm yeah. talking about, Aaron. Aaron, one, um, the, the before you get going, I want sure. you to talk about all your other endeavors. I mean, you're a man of many talents. You've got to tell me about this. Your 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 assistant Joshua gave me a little hint. Oh, yeah. So that's why I want to know. And he just said he had kids in every age group. So, you know. Right. Well, hey, we, uh, we didn't have Netflix back then. So, <laughs> right, they, yeah, they, no Netflix. No, no, chill. Yeah. <laughs> if we, we would have had Game of Thrones, we probably wouldn't have three of our kids. But, um, you know, so I, after, after I kind of started my businesses and I started um, – you know, building my family up and getting married and having kids and what I wanted to turn around and, and see ways that I could give back to my community on a personal level. That would be something where um, some of my skill sets that I learned in 
traveling and at school could be best utilized. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt that I would be good to be getting involved um, as a public servant. So um, in 2009, I decided to run for city council in Palatine. Mm-hmm. So for those of nice. you that don't know Palatine, Palatine is is a is, is nobody looks like me out there. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. And um, and I got involved in there, and uh, I ran for city council against an 18-year incumbent, and it was a far-fought match, and, and I ended up winning. Man. And, and then I, uh, the year after that, I was asked to run for township chairman, um, so I could. They were non. They were compatible, so I could hold both. So I ran for township uh, committeeman. I won that in 2011. I was asked to be the deputy chairman of the Cook County uh, party, and uh, Cook County is the second largest county in the United States behind LA County. Right. So uh, I was that as a deputy. Then I became the chairman myself in 2012. Wow. Um, and then it kind of 2014 became the highway commissioner and kind of serious. Yeah. So I kind of it kind of kept on going. Last year I ran for lieutenant governor of the great state of Illinois. Um, oh, with a Gary Ravon. So you didn't do all of that. Right. <laughs> See, yeah. No, it was a great experience because a lot of people don't realize the second you step out of Cook County, if you step out of the collar mm-hmm. counties, it's a whole it's it's a whole different country. Mm-hmm. I mean a whole different state, mm-hmm. right? So we have agriculture, we have everything that, that we need to succeed. And uh so it was an amazing experience going out meeting people and being involved. And now um, unfortunately, I did not get the result that I wanted. But you know what they say: when you don't get the result you wanted, mm-hmm. you got experience. There you go. So that gives me the opportunity to come out to the great state of Mississippi yeah, right. and bring out the American Pickleball Tour and get at at a very high level, meet some new amazing people that I like. Oh, to uh, tell them up. again where they can go get more information and where they need to be. That's where right. they need the to be. The place to be is the Mississippi Coast Convention Center. We're going to be here um, Saturday and Sunday. You can go to the American Pickleball Tour dot com. That is American Pickleball yes. dot com. And we're going to be streaming live, I think, a little bit here and there throughout it. So we're excited to see everybody. Everybody and everybody is welcome to come out. My name is Aaron. When you see me, I'm hard to miss. Come up. Let's talk. Let's shake hands. I'll introduce you to the sport. Um, I love meeting people. You challenge so, them to wrestle real quick. That's fine. I mean, you know, just be like, I'll take you to the mat right now, Aaron. <laughs> that is good stuff. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today on Next Stop yeah. Mississippi. Thanks for having us live here at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum and Convention Center for the Pickleball Tour. Just great having you on. You're such a great guy. So thank you so much for coming on. Well, we've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for riding Shotgun. And today's guest, Aaron Del Mar, Francine Thomas Reynolds, for joining us. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events around the state, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. Click the community tab for Mississippi events. If you have an event you'd like to share, upload it directly to the calendar. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Kamel King and Jay White, I'm Jermaine. Flood. We're at the Pickleball Tour for sure. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.